0: Welcome to Raw Food. What up, Jay? This is tea, coast to coast, cow homies, catching up and chopping it up on the latest uh, tea spilling from the tea cup. And this week on the radar is my all time favorite ghetto ass motherfuckers, Charleston White and Boosie. Nobody makes me laugh more other than the one and only greatest of all time, Dave Chappelle. Followed by a solid Bill Burr. But nonetheless, these two kill me. And what I do not understand yet again on this episode of Earth, why can't everybody just stay in their lane? So I've listened to Charlton and Boosie, even though Boosie, at the very least, is a compromised parent, questionable parent, however you want to word that. But guess what? I ain't going to that nigga for parenting advice thank you <laughs> i go to him for beats for music to laugh on vlad tv interviews that's what i go to him for if i want brain surgery i don't go to kanye i go to kanye when i want to dress like a slave and i want to dance why is it that we're going to all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons
1: and why spend any energy freaking out about something they say that is completely out of their out of scope for Out expertise and we're acting like they're I'm important matter and it it deserves a response
0: right how about just ignore when, when when people act stupid ignore them so when kanye says something about black people wanting to be slaves or you know jews honestly why can't the public just go who gives a shit he had an opinion i think he's an idiot what am i gonna have for lunch now when kanye west gets assigned to the u.n then I'll have concerns about his p- opinions and perspectives about the world. When somebody marches him into a hospital surgery room to do my brain surgery, yes, I'm going to raise my hands and have questions. Yes. But when I get to the club dance floor, if Kanye comes on, that's his lane. Why can't we keep him there? Why can't we keep everybody there? If you have never left the block, why do we care what you think about the Middle Eastern conflict? Huh? Why should that matter? And guess what? Everybody's entitled to have an opinion. Nobody said you have to follow it. Nobody says it means anything. You just get to have one. Yeah. Why I, I don't care. Point? I don't care what anybody says. You know oh, they say but, wild shit. You know that he you says wild, say wild shit. shit.
1: So why react to every wild thing that they say if you disagree with it?
0: That's part In, of it, Whether opinion. you agree, disagree, whether it's personal or not personal, what difference does it make? We all claim to believe in free speech in this country until somebody says something you don't like. The whole purpose of free speech is to protect the people you cannot stand and do not want to hear, short of vitriolic speech, which means speech that incites violence. Why is this complicated? Is this concept beyond beyond the scope of our understanding? I don't think so. Can we stop reacting to every damn thing? Not everything warrants a reaction. Who gives a shit? This one's anti-Semitic. This one hates black people. This one, this. So what? Let him. Yeah. Until
1: that nigga calls for violence.
0: Right. <laughs> until that dude shows up to my house with a hood over the head, a rifle, and a rope and drags my grandmother out and ties her to a tree. What do I care?
1: Or until he tells other people to do it. he tells they...
0: other people to do it, to show up to my house. Right. As long as you're not hurting me, coming onto my property, or hurting anybody I care about, what do I care what your opinion? is? Yeah. <laughs> What difference does it make?
1: Seriously. Speaking of doctors and medical procedures, you had a wild one with uh, your recent doctor's appointment. Yes. mom's blind, full-on blind.
0: My mother's blind and old. And we took her to a healthcare facility in the Bronx where they thought, I guess, that they could talk to you any type of way because they think the Bronx, of all the boroughs, being the most ethnic. Um, And one of the more lower socioeconomic boroughs that, you know, people don't know how to advocate for themselves or don't know their rights. But first of all, shout out to Serena Williams for putting it on the radar that even when you have money as a woman of color, you need to advocate for yourself because there is still this nostalgia in the medical community of believing that people of color, black people, black women don't feel pain to the same level as other living creatures and that manifested and played out when Serena Williams had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So in light of that conversation that she brought attention to, I brought my mother to a facility here where uh, they walked a nurse into the room to start prepping her for the visit. And she had to put drops in her eyes. And when I asked her what she was putting the drops in for, she, the nurse couldn't tell me. And I found that problematic. A woman who was actually inserting drops into my mother's eyeballs could not tell me what she was inserting the drops for and rather said to me well, what did the doctor tell you when you came here three months ago and set up this appointment and I, I lost it I was like what difference does it make what the doctor told me three months ago I'm asking you in present time what you're doing what is the procedure for today we explain it to me maybe I forgot maybe I didn't understand like what, what are you directing me to a brochure for
1: right context you're seeing about like nine different doctors that are all doing different procedures on different parts of your mom's eyes
0: yes because eye doctors specialize in different parts of the eye the cornea the retina the yeah all the different parts
1: and you were there for a procedure and this nurse was doing something to prep for that procedure to know
0: yeah like what are we doing today ladies remind me what we're doing today and it turned out on a chart right like shouldn't it be on a clipboard don't you have a notepad isn't there a post-it isn't there some like spark notes? on what you're doing in this visit. And as I was questioning her and she was like stuttering, another nurse walked in and asked me what was the problem. And I said, well, the problem is you have a nurse working on my mother who can't explain the procedure that we're about to do. And then that nurse proceeded to tell me that the original nurse, it was her first day on the job. So then I really questioned that and said, if it's her first day on the job, then why is she the one putting this stuff into my mother's eyes instead of you while she's observing you or working under your supervision, because you weren't in the room when this was happening. And then the doctor walked in, in the middle of of that conversation ensuing, who was two hours late at this point, because the appointment was at nine. She walked in at 11. No apology, no acknowledgement, nothing. I mean, you know, people work, and they're bringing their parents to the doctors, and you're sitting there for two, three, four hours. I don't understand that, Mm -hmm. especially when the appointment is between 8 a.m. when the hospital opens and 10. 10. How are you behind two hours and you've only been open an hour?
1: Good question.
0: So it's just a whole, it's just basically just a, a lack of respect. And I checked the nurses and shut down in silence completely when this doctor finally walked in. And for some reason she had a reaction to me, not worshiping the ground she walked on and said that my silence was creating an unsafe environment for her. And this was with me having taken a pause, stepping out of the room and calling my partner to decompress from what was obviously a bullshit situation because the nurse is putting drops in my mother's eyes. Can't explain why. Tells my mother to lean back. My mother leans back sideways on the chair, not realizing she's not sitting the long way where you lean back on the chair unfolds like a recliner. So she was sideways.
1: Yeah, because okay. she's blind. She doesn't know. So blind. We tell her she doesn't know. Back, she just leans straight back.
0: Right. And the nurse didn't know that my mother was blind, which tells me she didn't even read the file.
1: Yeah. That's not on the clipboard either. What, what procedure is being done? And Hey, by the way, this person is full on
0: blind. Completely cannot see a thing. So the whole situation was just trash. And then at the end of it all, the white doctor who walked in said that my silence was unnerving her and that she, she was like, I'm not, I'm not even going to work on this client anymore. So I demanded that the office manager come out and speak to me who I had witnessed earlier that day, actually getting disrespected by her own staff as she was trying to give them guidance on how to interact with the public. Whole situation. go into detail about that real quick. She was literally speaking to the staff that deals with the public as we come in and checks us in and our appointment and your prescriptions and your date of birth and all of that. And as she's talking to the staff, I heard her repeatedly have to say to one lady, can you look at me when I'm talking to you? And the woman was like, I'm listening to you. But she wouldn't look at her. And it was just so disrespectful. And I'm thinking to myself, this is how you're talking. This is how the staff is interacting with each other in front of clients. Patients are sitting here and we're all observing this. So imagine if that's how they're speaking to the floor supervisor. How are they treating my blind immigrant mother of color? And then when you advocate for yourself, they want to say you're an angry woman of color. You're crazy. You're this. I've been accused of of being crazy more times than I've ever accused of being smart. And there's more evidence of me being smart than crazy. Mm -hmm. But the minute you don't follow the normal, what, level of emotion, what was the level of emotion I should have in a situation like that? There's a woman literally putting something into my mother's eyeball. And when I ask her to explain to me, what is this process you're beginning? She couldn't. Everybody's getting paid though, right? This isn't charity work. This ain't St. Jude's. I didn't donate 10 cents and then they wheeled my mother into a
1: room and they could have hurt your mom because you're the one who had to stop her from falling all the way back and hitting her head or whatever. When they told her to lean back, not realizing that she was blind. If you
0: weren't there, she would have fell and she's completely off the table onto the floor. She fell backwards with her legs up in the air. Like a doll. You tip over literally like a balloon. you You saved them a malpractice suit right there. Idiots idiots and this is why you have to advocate for yourself no matter where it is whether it's school whether it's at church whether it's at the hospital whether it's in your workplace you have to advocate for yourself no one is coming to save you no one's coming to save this planet take a look around so do with that information what you will on this what
1: happened after that because they they followed up okay wait you talked to the office manager pick up from there
0: i talked to the office manager who apologized profusely and interestingly i said to her Out of everybody who fell apart today, because let's not forget, this started at the hospital entrance. So my mother and I get to the hospital entrance based on the paperwork we were given from our last visit that said 7.15. We get to the hospital 7.15. The security guard stops us and says, you can't even go up to the floor. The hospital floor is not even open yet till eight. So that's strike one, right? So we got the wrong appointment time. We get up there at eight. No one is there yet. 8.15, somebody walks in, turns on the light, turns on the TV. And clearly starts to open up the floor. Another person walks in about 10 minutes later. So I walk up to the first person and say, hey, we were given this time to get here for a procedure and an appointment, but the hospital floor wasn't even open. Oh yeah, Uh, we're aware of the fact that our printout for the first appointment always prints the wrong time. It should be eight. It hasn't been corrected. I said, so why didn't the person who handed this to me correct it at the time? I don't know. No apology, shrugging of the shoulders, barely made eye contact with me. I go back, I sit down, we wait an hour and a half before they call us in, into the room where this nurse who knows nothing about my mother's case begins to work on her. So this occurred between 7.15 and 11 a.m. just for me to walk out of those hospital doors with my mother having accomplished nothing.
1: Yes, because this doctor refused care.
0: And at the end of it all, refused care to my mother because my silence, quote, made her feel unsafe even though there was at least one or two other nurses in the room the whole time.
1: Right. Two other nurses in the the room with your mom and this doctor, you sat down on a chair in the corner and just didn't say anything.
0: Right. And And then I found her so annoying because she kept looking at me and saying, your attitude is making me uncomfortable. I don't understand why you're so angry. And at one point I said to her, why do you keep looking at me at all? Your focus should be the patient. So since I distract you, I'm going to step out of the room. And I left. I came back in 10 minutes later, five minutes into that, barely even looking at me. She's like, your your anger is off putting to me and making me feel unsafe. So I'm not going to continue working with this patient right now and gets up and walks out of the room. At which point I took my mother, walked out of the room and demanded to speak to an office manager who apologized to me. And as I said, was the only person who apologized. And yet she was the only person who didn't do anything wrong the whole day. Mm-hmm. When I broached the topic of the wrong appointment time with the second nurse, Her response to me was, well, I don't owe you an apology. I'm not the one who makes the schedules. This is how people talk to people of color. I'll tell you this much. If I was a Swedish woman with a pearl necklace standing there with an American express card and a Louis bag in my hands, she wouldn't talk to me like that. And she certainly wouldn't talk to my mother like that. You talk to me like that in front of my mother. But as usual, I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm always the crazy one, but that's okay. I'd rather be crazy than weak total apathy total non total apathy nobody cares there's an apathy no one has any diligence nobody has any integrity nobody has any pride in their work what they put their name to their their career their craft so few people value the work that they do and the representation that they're bringing if i owned that hospital and observed all of that that happened that day i would have fired everybody everybody you're running a business. This is a this is a hospital business. You're in the care business.
1: Yeah, this is a for-profit hospital.
0: Right. You, this you're doing me a favor. Trash. Fuck this planet. You know what? Bring it on, World War Three. Maybe this is what we need. Maybe what we need is for us to all the whole planet to have a flood and just start over because we're acting like idiots. Bring on the invasion or something. Bring because- on the invasion. Bring. On, where is the mothership? Yeah. Because everything we do on this planet contradicts everything we know about this planet. And
1: your experience isn't unique. No, it's, it's not. a microcosm of what we see all the time. And healthcare work is very special work. It's very dignified work. You would think people would have enough pride in that to, even if they don't personally owe you an apology, apologize on behalf of the team because... If you're putting the the patient first, this is clearly not the experience you want this patient to have, but you don't care about the reputation of this team, this hospital, this floor, whatever, whatever group you guys are in.
0: Right. Because there's no I in team and in in a world of iPhone, iPad, I, 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 I can't say I enough. I send you pictures all year long and look, it's Christmas. I am going to send you more pictures of myself in this world of self-obsession. Are we surprised that nobody thinks like a team? Good luck earth on this episode of raw food.